Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, well, I'm back. Well, I, you know, we're all, it probably wasn't even that noticeable because we backlogged yeah, so people are like back, advance. back from what? But uh, but I sent I sent my uncle away in his blimp, and uh, I'll see him again. I'll see him again. I'm sure in the future. <laughs> God bless. Just put put on the autopilot and send him away. You know, he forgot his charger, and I tried to throw it up, but I couldn't throw it up that high. So I'm unfortunate. I don't know why I said that. It's just an anecdote. That's what I remember. I said goodbye to him today, but whatever. it nicked the it nicked the side of the blimp. Hope that there wasn't. It did make that pfft, like yeah. a little. If anything, it'll get him home faster. You've seen a balloon when it's letting out air. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're in a blimp and you want to fast travel. Here's a little a little tip: cut the <laughs> cut the back of the blimp, and it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, holy holy hell, it's been a while since I've seen Ryan. This is today's the first time Ryan and I have seen each other in three weeks, right? I yeah, three three weeks. three weeks. Yeah, it actually didn't feel, little over three weeks. It didn't feel that long. It didn't when I when I saw you pull up in the driveway today. I was like, damn, it feels like just I got yesterday. so happy and giddy. I was me like, too. Hey. I was like, it's my boy. <laughs> uh Oh, but Ryan, uh, <gasps> is that COVID? No, uh, Ryan. You know his uncle. His uncle Beans was here, but he's he's gone now. So no no more self quarantining. Now uh, the boys are together, and we're about to we're about to kick Super Mega into into high gear. We're about to really. Really Y'all re- always say that. Well, and we're lying once again. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're- it's just to keep you guys here. See, we're peddling falsehoods. See, when we say these things, it's not like we actually have a passion for what we do and we want to make these things happen. Yeah. It's that we're intentionally lying to you to keep you giving us money so we can continue to laze about and do You know, nothing. they're like, oh, the good stuff's about to be here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you fools, you'll support anything. Yeah, you guys are really are a bunch of I'm monkeys. talking about the regular the fan, not the Patreon fans. No, the Patreon fans are very Dope. smart, genius people. Very yeah. intelligent and wise with their money spending choices. <laughs> um, no, but we really, uh, we're, we're basically, hold on a second. I have to, you know when you have to burp, but it's not a burp. It's more just like, yeah, it's like a, I got that right just now. some guttural gas that you need to release. Um, Super Mega for a couple months has been a little uh, stale for, for me and Ryan, admittedly, where, you know, sometimes if we, if we do this long enough without like, Something really new, we kind of hit this. It's been all our right. fault by not providing that newness. Yeah, because well. it gets it's easy for us to just kind of like, let's say we're just uploading let's plays every day. It's 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 easy to just kind of get in the habit of like, <laughs> every day. <laughs> what channel are you watching, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, almost, well, not even almost every day, but we we upload just let's a plays few times and podcast. a week. Yeah, um, and it becomes really easy just to just to get in that that mode. But we don't, we don't. 
We never want to force that. out the content. If we're not in the mood to record a Let's Play, I know it's our job, and it's like, well, normal people have to go to their job. It's just like, I don't know. We're, we're, it's different. I, we're given, we have a lot of luck, and we're given the availability to kind of steer where we want to go. We, we have full control over what we want to do. Like, we don't so, have a boss that's like, you have to get two Let's Plays out today, like we do to Justin. Yes, exactly. We love Justin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I love Justin so much. No, but uh, we, <clears throat> if we wanted to, we could just put out Let's Plays all week and then never anything else and be like, oh, okay, the money but will keep boy, coming oh and we're good. But we want to keep drain making my soul. better stuff. And that would drain our souls, too. Uh, so We're actually working, we're on, working something. on something. We have a big project that we're, now that Ryan's back you know, in like quarantine. Like that vlog we said that we spent a year uh, making and it's still not out. <laughs> forgot about that. There's uh, just some things where after you film it, you're like, is that is that as good as it? It is good though. Been. The vlog is funny. We just haven't edited it. Yeah, I get it. It has that one scene in it with the doom, doom, doom. <laughs> okay, yes, that's a good vlog. I, I like the uh, I like me uh, the the part where I'm chasing Jackson around. We also have a vlog. We shot the part that nobody else can even. They're like, I, I would like to see that, Ryan. I, I would love to see this vlog that you're talking about. I think I still need some of the footage from Jackson. Fingers crossed. Oh, he still has it. Yeah, no. But we also shot a vlog with Freddie Dread when we were still bald back in like October. Oh, at the at the at round, round one. one, we did like an arcade vlog and got really drunk. That was fun. <laughs> that one was good too. Um, we just gotta start sending this shit to Justin because we're not gonna ever edit it. And we're we're yeah. too lazy. And Justin is like begging. He's like, please send it to me. But we're babies, and we're like, oh, we'll edit it. Well, it's don't like worry. I like like I liked editing the Japan. I don't know. There's there's that part of me where sometimes a lot of the times. We'll film something and I'll look back at it and I'll be like, I don't know if I can make this funny to other people or whatever. So I just kind of don't do it. Yeah. We but there's certain, there's certain projects where I just like, I want to edit that. Mm -hmm. There's Japan was where the last like group of projects and there's, um, I don't want to promise too much, but we are, we are working on something groovy. I will say this, actually, we have officially two major projects in the works yes and not just ideas like actually working on them right now that we, just before this podcast we had we had a meeting about we a meeting it. we, we have about... two big projects on the way that are, are not like uh people will love it i think it's not like oh it's, a, it's another show or, or this or that it's yeah. like it's it's two very big projects uh, which is which is what you guys have been asking for forever and i'm very excited to work on them um so actually, for the next few weeks, we might even be away from the office and and YouTube works. We get we got to go filming. We got to go do some stuff. And honestly, I think uh, it would be best. And I'm saying this because now the fans will will be annoying about it if 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 this turns out to be a lie. But I think giving updates about these projects to Patreon, for example, or putting more on our story. It's just we're not together that often, so it's like I don't know. We're together now. What can we do? Uh, well, I'll post something to our Instagram story. I, I don't even think I'm logged in. Here, to get a good picture. There. One one thing you might be able to see in that picture is actually I have two freckles uh, on my side. Hmm. That see. I'm going to zoom in. I, I See, I think I don't think I can see them. So I have two. Oh, it was blocked by the arm of the chair, but I have two freckles on my side, Ryan, that have always been there, but recently suddenly uh, have, have have taken shape. So I think that's a that's a bad sign. That usually indicates cancer so i need to go get that checked out do you, are you logged into the super mega instagram because i am logged into the super mega instagram i'll send you that photo because i have yeah, that photo i'll post it right now and say long time no see bitches did you see that some programming team created a d 
pixelizer, like a face depixelizer. Yes. Can, does it work with breasts? Uh, I don't know. So I can go back to those Girls Gone Wild commercials and look at act- and look at their bazongas that they didn't want you to see. <laughs> look at this though. Like, Although I think a- they were covered up with the logo and not the. Damn it. Not the see not that they're smart with that. I like someone did this picture of Obama and it just output it as a white man. <laughs> It doesn't actually show what's underneath. It just does its best to, like, guess and figure out what the picture is. My favorite part with the uh, Obama being the first black president was people going, no, he's, a, he's only half black. He's not truly the mm. first black president. And those who were saying it were, like, the people who have, like, the Confederate flags on their trucks and stuff. He's it's not like, really black. Why is it your job to take away the fact that, yes, like, whatever. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. There's a lot of weird <laughs> no, shit I going on. I remember that. It's like, oh, he's, he's, he's hardly black. We have, our, we have our yearly Confederate flag debates going on currently. Um, it really is a yearly thing at this point. NASCAR banned the Confederate flag from the whole fucking the, the whole thing. The whole shindig. And then, a, like, what, a huge slew of... People did a Confederate flag parade in protest. Outside of, of NASCAR. They yeah. drove there. We saw the NASCAR headquarters. You know what I see when I see the Confederate people flying the Confederate flag? I see a bunch of losers. I see a bunch of losers and mouth breathers. Going, no, quite literally, they are losers. Yeah, They're lost. True. Get well, over it. It, it. That's the Sorry. thing. Is it's like, why? Sorry, your relatives lost a war. Why, why, are, you, why are you proud of, of a heritage that fought against America? <laughs> and, they should have been lost. better at fighting, but I, I guess the people who flew the uh, Confederate flag were just weak because they didn't win. Mm-mm. And the Confederate Little flag babies. used to be a big white flag for, <laughs> for surrender. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Well, we're trying to fight for our- uh, shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is probably a bad time for me to tell you I did get a Confederate flag back tattoo. Oh. I was going to surprise you. Well, it's you for with history. It. It's for history. Part. Yes, yeah. it's not about slavery or anything. <laughs> it's it's heritage, okay? I got a lot of family members that uh, I'm sure love the Confederate flag. I think the Confederate flag is just something to protect. It's something to get emotional over. I don't really think these people have this No. This uh well, you have to think, right? Um you and I belong to the state that was the first to secede from the Union. We started, the Civil War literally started in my hometown. Yeah. And they made it pretty, uh, pretty apparent in, in their, in their little letter of secession that it was, was about slavery. Because people so, like, no, it's about states' rights. Well, it's about states' rights to keep slaves. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, hold spe- on. one specific state right. Now, I'm no historian. But I'm, but I, but I'm pretty sure the Confederate flag wasn't wasn't waved to to liberate slaves. Yes, it was, dude. <laughs> you clearly pick I'm up pretty, a history book, Ryan. Dude, dude, I, I don't, I don't think I, I. Can you envision a guy on like this fucking white horse in a KKK robe with a Confederate flag just running, freeing slaves? Yeah, because because guess what? The Democrats were the ones that owned the slaves, Ryan. They were. Open a history book and you know and read. who who was a uh, who who was uh, Abraham Lincoln, a Republican. Yep. People forget about that. I love okay. I love that fact, and people use it like w- without the slightest knowledge of of historical understanding how the party shifted. We're in a time right now, twenty twenty. A lot of shit's been going down. We we are at a time of peak unrest because it's election season, and there's a lot of stuff going on. It's not just because it's election season. Um, you know, the death of George Floyd is a big. Yeah, that actually, we have not recorded a podcast since this happened. Not only George Floyd, I mean, there's a long, there's a long, there's an unfortunately long list. You got Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. which I think is, is something that. That one's, they're all fucked it, it up, blows, but that one it, is it, just. It blows my mind where it's like, 
oops. Like, no, you can't just fucking say oops about that. Like the well, they did, and they're still the, the police department. That's not an oops, uh oh scenario. That's a you fucked up, pay the price scenario. What if I I'm walked sorry. into your house and and thought you were a robber in your own house and I killed you? And would I just be free right now? Would I be? Can you, the, well, the thing is, they arrest I, uh, the what, boyfriend. The, yeah, they arrested yeah, they arrest the, the boyfriend. boyfriend. And uh, could you imagine the case of what it would have been if that boyfriend had a firearm in his drawer? And shot and killed one of those officers, he would not be out right now. No, he would not be out. No, he, and he, people would justify the entire case. Like he was, he was an armed thug. See, of course, it's. it's I can't believe the it's, police it's officers almost, are still free. It, it, it's weird. It's weird to see people deny uh, one the just the the facts of like, hey, you know, people are trying to. It's literally just a a couple sleeping in their bed. That's all it was. And I don't think, I think a lot of people are like, no one's defending that. No one's defending George Floyd, blah, 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 blah. Yes, but you get to the people who start, Candace Owens is a big one. Candace oh. Owens, uh, you know, they bring Prager up. Prager you, baby. You bring up a, uh, the criminal history. And while. He was a porn star. Did you know that, Ryan? He had sex on camera for money with women. George Floyd did? Mm-hmm. Did he really? I, think I, he was, I didn't even hear yeah. that. But see. Shows how much I know. It, no, but it, Look it, at me. It, it, sh- it shows that uh, he was a bad person. So hmm, we should think about that a little bit more, shouldn't we? Yeah, it's I, it's it's weird because you know, innocent until proven guilty is one of the biggest things that's echoed throughout m- you know most debates, right? Uh, I I don't think it's it's right to to just be tried there on a sidewalk. Do you, Matt? Uh. You re- well, you're does, really having to think about. Does this. he have a criminal record? That's the, the thing. That's Ryan. true. That's true. That's now people are going to cut this out of context. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's so fucked up. It's just the criminal record argument is just a way for people to try to like. It's meant to desensitize you, desensitize to... it, and justify it because they're like, well, you know, people did the same with Ahmad Aubrey. Yeah, they they, they there there was the they've, video, done, they've done it with everyone. They did there's it with a video Trayvon going Martin. They did it with like, uh, George or uh, Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. <laughs> I gotta cut that out. <laughs> Michael Brown. No, Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think with the case that I've been looking into, which is heart, another heartbreaking case, um, was about. The kid who was wearing the like ski mask and he's he's very introverted and I, I'm not gonna, I don't want to say weird weird is a negative connotation but he was a very unique individual like we all know unique individuals who just like I don't know you can picture like when I was young or like even now like I dance in my backyard and shit whatever it, did you hear about this it's the cops who ended up. Basically, they got a call about some kid in a ski mask and they went and they tackled him and held him down and the kid started throwing up and had a heart attack and I think died on the way to the hospital. Or Regardless, he died. And part I think a lot of that has to do with the anxiety brought on. I mean, I'm no doctor, but like – Yeah. I I think the conversation is – should definitely be steered – more towards how the the police departments one are literally given situations which they shouldn't be you know when you think of a police department first of all you think of like emergency response you don't need to call the police if you see someone acting strange because then you have two people pulling up with guns that could essentially escalate a situation to where it wouldn't be yeah um 
I, I, I've been reading a lot of stuff and I, and I fully agree that there should be some sort of separate quote unquote task force to handle nonviolent crimes. And Absolutely. people are like, what if those, what if those crimes turn violent? Well, just like uh, th- there, there are countries out there that do this where then they will call the emergency response team. You don't have to respond directly to a slightly disorderly contact. And these people, people, the people that are responding, the police are like. What, 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 how much training do you have to have to become a police officer? You Not don't have much. to have an education. You Not just much. like six weeks of training and then you're given a gun and a badge and it's like, well, go be, go protect society. Go have authority. It's just too easy for everyday people to abuse that power. Yeah. Because it, let's say you like you, if you want power and you don't have any power in your life and you failed out of school, it's like, oh, six weeks I can go be a police officer and arrest people. Not even that, but I, 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 I feel like police officers you know, it's it's very much, and yes, like, you know, for the longest time, it's them versus criminals. And who are criminals but civilians, right? Every civilian is a potential criminal. Right. Right? So it's it really is, I'm not going to say a war, but I mean, there is a good versus bad mentality when you are an officer. And that creates the good versus bad mentality when you're on the opposite side of an officer. If You can be, you can feel threatened by an officer just as much as you feel threatened by someone on the street, I feel. I don't feel like their badge negates the fact that you can be threatened by them. No, absolutely. I, th- I think that overproves that. A lot of officers that we've seen, and there's video evidence, and you got to think of the ones that don't have video evidence, that there's a lot of officers who do abuse that power. Have you, like, once the protest started, I was shocked at, at the compilations and amount of, of police brutality videos coming out where people would be peacefully protesting, expressing their First Amendment right, and cops would just drive their car into the crowd or cops would just beat the shit out of people or like the one where like they rip the dude's mask off and pepper spray him and he's not doing anything it's like there there is so much of of that out there there's and a video in Charleston of a guy talking to the cops and they pick him out of the group they, and he's on his knees uh, there's another video and they I just think. arrest him yeah there's been a few videos where they just kind of pick someone out from the crowd because they're talking loud I guess I don't mm-hmm. know what their reasoning is that's, that's, I mean they're, they're right there's no right reasoning to to do that yeah especially if they're peacefully protesting I here's the thing and I think I'll also a lot of the big problems like I I can't. I don't know how to solve these problems. I, I can think of situate. I can think of things that might help, and but I think it's up to the public. It's up to the people who we appoint as public servicemen to to hear our 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 cries. You know. Yep. I mean, it's it's in a sense, it is up to us to make that noise. But at the end of the day, it's only noise, and the only people that can do anything about it are unfortunately the people that we put in power. So yeah. our, vo- our vote does count for something, at least. Absolutely. I think it's a uh, I think we're at a point right now where because all of this, you guys are probably wondering why on recent podcasts, like we haven't addressed the George Floyd stuff or or any of the recent like uprising stuff. It's because we this happened while we were on a hiatus. We have not recorded. We recorded since a then. lot, but like before all this went yeah. down. So so uh, now, you know, um, we're seeing the fallout from that afterwards and it's 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 crazy to see but it's just crazy you, you you just look at american history timeline and i think like there's a clear indication of where you can pinpoint to why communities are held back and why there still is a problem historically with prejudices amongst the pol- the the police like think about this like think about looking at an officer and just knowing that like at one point it was their job not too long ago the police officer's job to keep black people out of white spaces 
because white people needed their safe spaces. Yeah. Um, and I, it's, it's, it's just that builds so much mistrust in a community that's had a history of mistrust through, you can go back to what, 1865, um, is when, you know, historically a lot of people pinpoint to when uh, a group of, uh, the main group of, I guess, slaves were brought over. Right. Um, it took all the way up to, uh, 1965 to abolish slavery. Not only that, but of course they put things in place where then essentially they would just arrest black people for no fucking reason. So they could then put them in essentially uh, s- slavery because now <clears throat> under the law, prison labor is essentially yes. modern day slavery. Exactly. And you have to like, think of all the things that happened in between that too. Not 19. S- s- sorry, not sorry. Um, I, I got the dates wrong on that. Um, 16, 16- 19 uh and then 1865 was the abolishment of slavery sorry okay you said 1965 i know i I was like i didn't mean it 1865 is the abolishment of slavery i got it mixed up 1965 was the civil rights uh movement and 1965 was i think the end of because black people weren't allowed to vote Yeah. yeah 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 and uh not only that but segregation was a huge issue. So it took a hundred years from the abolishment of slavery to even get basic human rights. The abolishment of slavery wasn't the start of rights happening, but also in between that, like in 1920, I don't, I don't know the exact, I think 1921, you have the Tulsa massacre, which, which displaced. That's the black wall street incident, right? Yeah. Um, which I didn't even know about this, which is crazy. I didn't either. I I knew about what the, the bloody massacre, whatever it was, you know, the, the massacres that happened in British territories yeah, and yeah, all that. But like, this is a, this is something where I think like up to 300, uh, black Americans were killed. And a lot of them, a lot more, a lot of them also were displaced. And Cause it, it was, it was a, it was in Tulsa. It was known as like black wall street where it was, it was a, a heavily black owned area with a lot of success. Mm-hmm business success and people came in and just destroyed it and killed everyone when you just have events like that that just happened throughout this period it wasn't just like slavery was finished and then black people got their rights and it was all fixed you still have these things that are inherently ingrained in the system that was yes. structured and that is exactly why so i used to be of this argument when i was in high school i i didn't understand uh race in america and i used to be pretty conservative growing up too and i remember being like well you know it's 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 the current year everyone is equal right like mm-hmm. we shouldn't have to worry about slavery anymore like like people should like everyone has an equal chance they're, they're like in your head right logistically you're thinking you can't point to a specific law that uh, promotes segregation yeah it's like it's like oh everyone's equal now and i think races. a lot of people believe that where they're like Oh, in 2020, everyone has an equal shot. But what you got to realize, what was the big eye-opener for me is you you have to understand history and realize that the reason, yeah, everyone's free in 2020, mm-hmm. like, you know, a black person can stand in the same bank line as me, but you have to understand- They can also be charged more heavily for the same crime as- Exactly. There's things, there's things throughout history that have very deeply ingrained in our culture and our laws uh, that put- minorities and people of color at such a disadvantage uh, in so many ways over white people uh, 
so it there is no way to say that uh, it created a huge pocket of dysfunction that hasn't been able to be repaired. There's no way to say that that I'm born and uh, a, a, you know a black kid in Chicago is born and saying that we have the same equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have it so much harder. Uh, because of the way the system is set in place to stop him at every turn and to hold him back. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. This is something that is real. The system is literally set up this way to hold people of color back. My mom was literally, I mean, she wasn't in the U.S., but just to think about it, my mom was born essentially in a time period where segregation was still a fucking thing. So was my which is, mom. Which is crazy to think about. Your mom has a very dis- distinct memory. My mom w- was walking down the streets of Charleston as a kid with her mom and said she saw uh, black people being fire hosed. And to think that that mindset is completely gone because of a law is crazy. Because no. it goes mo- it, it goes much deeper than the written law. Those people it that goes, were doing it, the fire hosing could still in, be alive. It's in culture. It's It really is in I, – I feel like it's ingrained in – I'm sorry, but Southern culture, there's a lot of ties there. Well, the reason Southern culture is so ingrained <clears throat> is because who's the one that had the slaves, right? It, yeah. it, it's still deep rooted there, you know? Well, then maybe they, maybe they shouldn't have sold their fellow man over to the white men. <laughs> I think that uh, what's crazy is, is, remember that little girl that she was, I don't remember her name, but she was the first girl to go to an integrated school. She's only 60-something. Yeah, she's only slightly older than my mom. I know you're talking about. And I'm like, when when I saw that, because in my mind, it's like, oh, she's long dead now. It's like, no, she's only in her 60s. Teachers quit the school because of this shit. And those people, their kids and stuff are still alive. Parents took their kids out of that classroom. These ideas. Because of the simple fact of a person with a different color skin. Like, this shit's not that long ago. It's not that long ago to think that a large amount of people still don't hold these prejudices in some way, albeit masked, is, I think, I think, I think wishful thinking. Yeah, it is wishful it's, thinking. It's wishful thinking because it, it, it makes you, it's like, I'm not, I don't think this way, so things must be better. Yeah, I don't commit murder. That doesn't mean murder still doesn't happen. Like, you can, you can things can happen outside of your worldview. Yes, and I think uh, a concept that I I learned about recently that it's, it's so true is uh, I saw someone saying that, like, in 2020, it's not enough to be not racist you mm-hmm. have to be anti-racist because if you're just not racist you are just kind of staying silent while the system continues to do it's time this. to fucking cut it off at you the have head. to you have to stand up and say no no like absolutely not you have to go out of your way to fight against it because it's not enough to just be not racist yeah you know it's great to be not racist but you have to be anti-racist you have to be actively against it how about i mean to li- to link with your idea it's not enough like to just be a cop who doesn't intentionally kill someone because of the inherent biases you have developed through your childhood and through yeah. your life about someone because of the color of their skin or the way they dress. It's it's about also those officers who just stand by and, and watch it happen yeah, or, or are afraid to do anything because then their fellow officers will be mean to them or some or bully them. I don't know. It's just – um uh. Being complicit in this system is honestly, I mean, it's just like there were there were people who probably weren't complicit and didn't like slavery back then, but they didn't say shit like there's people who are complicit and being complicit in a way is is just as bad. Imagine uh, especially uh, I'm, I'm talking specifically in, the, in in this case of George Floyd and, and, and cops 
one bad cop, yes, there will always be quote unquote bad apples, right? Bad people. Um, but you also then have another larger group of people who will sit and watch those people get away. They're with They're not that doing stuff. the action, but they're not doing anything to stop it. Exactly. Think about it in this term. Uh, let's let's replace instead of racism. Let's make it pedophilia. Uh, it's one thing to not be a pedophile, but it's another thing to be fully anti-pedophile. Because imagine, let's say your neighbor has as a young kid mm-hmm. and and you see that they're clearly abusing them you, and you know that's happening yeah. but you're not doing anything you know that's kind of kind of similar it's like it's not enough to just be like oh well i'm against pedophilia but yeah. i'm not doing anything about that well it's the same reason why there are laws uh, to um uh what is it there are laws to incriminate people who didn't commit the crime but were there to help commit the crime you know what i mean who the person who didn't go in there and rob a store, but they stayed in the car. They may have not pointed a gun at anyone. Aiding and abetting? Yeah, aiding and abetting. But then also- Those officers were aiding and abetting that murder. They, that they just stood there, yeah. Yeah. And also, well, and also the people that were on top of George Floyd. And there's well, that one officer that officers, just stood yeah. there next to it, just like, hmm? Yeah. I think the, the, the thing that struck a core with people also, like there's a lot of things about that situation, but it's also the fucking fact that he had his- I look at it and it's just- he had his hands in his like pockets, pockets. and it was a what, power trip. because because you're, you're because you're watching this shit and it's already happened. You already it's you're in your mind. It's like it's already too late. Like with Breonna Taylor, you know, all, you know all, what happens and you can't do anything. It's already too late. There's nothing to be done. You can't. There's no fucking like I, what you're going to hire a, like a birthday magician to bring these people back to life. <laughs> no, like they're gone. Unfortunately, they're gone yeah. forever and they can't defend themselves. They can't they can't say, hey, that was unfair because now the law is protecting these officers in some way. The thing is, those officers also like Breonna Taylor's. Cases. Yeah. Well, what's fucked up is as of recording this podcast, Breonna Taylor's murders are still free. They Only have one not got been fired, right? Fired. Yeah, <clears throat> but they're still no, but that's free. what I'm saying. Only one got fired. But fired is it like. <sighs> hey, like, sorry. Uh, we gotta let you go for media. Could you imagine if I was on just on my property, right? And I see some guy in a dark in a in dark clothing <gasps> and I get scared and I and I and I and I go out there and I shoot him in the head because I because he scared me. And he's an officer. It's like I can't just go, oops, my bad. I'm gonna be arrested, I'm gonna be tried, and I'm gonna go to jail for a long fucking time, if not life. Yeah. Most people would. I think, yeah. And so I, it, I don't know. I, I just, I, I get, I get uh, a little bit tense and upset when the excuse that our law enforcement agencies had, and they're like, oh, it was a mistake. Shouldn't have happened. But literally it just boils down to oops. That shouldn't have been oh, don't a worry. fucking We, we oops, fired the dude. officer. It's like, there needs to be more accountability. He killed somebody. Yeah. It's somebody innocent. And and for there to it be, it was a mistake. Yes, that mistake shouldn't have been made. Regardless, it's like they're like, "Oops, sorry." There needs yeah, to be it just accountability boils down to for oops. mistakes. So much, so many times, it just boils down to oops. And it's like, Oopsie, didn't uh, that's, mean to. that's not a fucking oops. Yeah, you know, like you, th- that person should never have had a position of power. And the problem is, there's still so many out there that uh, have this position of power and have worse ideas and worse beliefs. Yeah, and I think. Uh, I don't know how to fix all these problems. Yeah, you know, I, 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 one of them in my head is like, 
try to do our best to demilitarize the police. The police um, budgets, that's a big re one. Restructure the, the, the quote-unquote police system that we have today in, a, in affected so we have more of an emergency response team. A more community-driven people that are actually trained for these things and not someone who's just joining because they don't know what to do and they failed out of high school yeah. and has, has a, a power-tripping complex. We need people that actually have to go through extensive training for specific topics and can be there at a moment's notice to help with things. It's also like there's the power trip aspect, but you're also talking about these are everyday fucking people and like their biases can lead them to uh can lead their 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 biases can lead to unwarranted fear on their part, which leads to unwarranted action on their part, which leads to the unwarranted death of an innocent civilian. Like uh I'm I'm so fucking awful with names. Uh, the guy who was shot dead in front of his daughter and girlfriend, right? He yeah he was, in the car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that officer. You watch that video. It's a horrible video. That officer's voice is shaking. He's scared, and it's like I feel like for for people who have guns and are going out there and and, and are and are given the quote unquote right to take human life, like you would you would think. That it would be, it would be, just common sense to have some of the best training possible. Because if 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 these, not only that, like it's not training that's going to fix that person. That person needed to have an evaluation and then been kicked off because they weren't ready to handle high stress situations. We need like people need to be able to handle high stress situations without killing someone. If you have to go to fucking and i'm not saying you can go in the comment section and say yeah but what if you had a gun and pointed it at the officer's head it's like that's a different fucking story uh, than uh, someone who's reaching for their well, wallet what reality is he's reaching for his wallet now he's dead yeah uh so do all your what ifs but uh why why do you have to fucking go to medical school for like 12 years to be a doctor but then a job like uh where you're carrying around a gun and have ultimate authority over everyone in your community. You don't need an education. You don't need... Teachers need more training. Exactly. <laughs> My mom had to go to school for fucking four years just to become a teacher. Yeah. And spend all of her own money to do it. But cops are just like, oh, here you go. And I'm not saying, like, it's the same job, but, like... And, uh, there definitely needs to be, I think, just better, way better vetting and training and, uh, and rethinking about what this job is. This isn't a job for people to just join who don't know what to do, as you said. This is a job for people who, like when you think of the military and you can, there's a whole other discussion with the military, but the military, they train. They, they train a lot, like a shit ton with firearms. They have firearm training. They have, um, uh, what is it called? Close combat training where it's would be like with an, like an assailant with a knife and you don't have a gun, like shit like that. And what cops have to, I forget what it is, but it's like every year they have to do a certain few hours of training with their gun. Yeah. Like, and also it. in the protests, like a I might be talking of those... out of my house and ass and I'm sorry if I do, but I, but I stand by the fact that I 100% know that officers require less training than, than is absolutely needed for the type of job that, that they're going against. And on top of that, it's a, like, for instance, most of the LAPD has zero riot training. Yeah. So when you have all these officers beating protesters that are really doing nothing but peacefully protesting, it's like, they're not trained for the situation. Flashes pictures of fires. You call this peacefully protesting? 
Yeah. Well, I I saw I I tried telling my dad that there's videos of like police officers smashing their own cars and stuff, and mm-hmm. he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yes, <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. Things aren't as black and white as they seem, and um, it's a very it's here's the thing. It's not complicated in a sense where you can see the problem and be like. They have too much power. They obviously don't have enough training. They're not hiring the right people for this job. But then it's complex in how deep it goes in the way that it was built up. Yeah. In the way that it's integrated into our society right now, how it has been for for a long time. And I think in terms of I know there's the argument of restructuring versus abolishment, but it really is a fucking tricky situation because – it's just it's not as simple as I, I don't think it's as simple as defunding. I think there are a lot of problems that are going unchecked in the in the in in our uh, if we de- if we simply in, just in, defund, in the police system, if we just defund, you're going to get more pissed off cops. Yeah. And you're going to get even worse trained people. Yeah. It, it, they, they do need to be defunded because the, the budget that the police uh, or take away like as you know, defund in a sense of take away the money uh, that see this is the hard part because there needs to be better training for emergency response people. There's because no you can't send people out there that are that are that that are that are going around with I don't know this that I can't really voice it right, but there's there's so much wrong with the system that. One solution isn't going to fix it. There needs to be a whole type of restructuring and conversation. You know about what they it. say, Ryan? The system ain't broke. It was built this way. <laughs> well, it was built broken. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. It, 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 it's not. It's not a mistake that it's like this. It was built like a lopsided Jenga tower. It's not a mistake <laughs> that, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oops, the police are racist, and yeah, it's like it was built this way, and like. It's a, it wasn't good and then became corrupted. Mm-hmm. It was from the beginning. It was it was created out of that. Not to mention, you know, I, we mentioned the Tulsa massacre and be like, that was in 1921. All this, you know, 1865 was the abolition of slavery. 1965, all this stuff. You have to remember, after 1965, you still had the drug wars. You still had uh, Clinton, who uh, I forgot what it was called. It was like the three, the three strikes, right? The three strikes, where it was like three felonies. And I don't think that was Clinton. That was uh, Bill Clinton. Wasn't that Reagan? Bill Clinton, Reagan was like part of the drug war. Bill Clinton was the one who put in the, the three, three strikes. strikes. That's so fucked. Like there, it's not that there, it's not that long ago. Where and, I, and it, it's th- like traps they 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 put in place uh, to get a specific group of people, and then the police officers are more biased to get those specific people. So when someone's like, "Well, no, why are there well, so because history- crime rates so high?" It's because cops unfairly target minorities well it's because history has created this pocket of 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 people that can't rise you know some of them can and that's and those are great stories but i'd be lying to say that i didn't have a leg up in society due to like the sub like yes i grew up in a in a in an apartment complex for a little bit of my life but you know in the south my dad he had financial issues, but he was still able to get a house. I and even though this isn't the case for everyone, you do have cases where real you have just southern racist realtors, even though there are laws put in place where you can't discriminate. People people find loopholes all the time and they can always be like, oh, I was a racist. I just feel like their credit wasn't. If my if my dad with financial insecurity could have could have secured a home for me. But at the same time, if a, if a black family came in, it would be harder for them. Yeah. 
White privilege. I'm not is saying absolutely... maybe not today, but I'm saying at that time, definitely. There's you, for instance, you grow up in a neighborhood like mine. Um, at least the one that I lived with in my mom, I lived in Lexington County and we lived in a pretty nice suburban neighborhood. It was very apparent when a black family moved in, everybody turned their neck, everybody rubbernecked and looked their way. You know, it was like, even one of my friends uh, is a teacher down in South Carolina and he had a neighbor when a black family moved in and said, don't worry, they don't cause much trouble. Like this, these, these ideals, these ideals, even though they're not brought up in law in terms of like specifically segregating people, there's still an inherent culture that is deeply ingrained. I feel in America that go that, yeah, sure. This guy isn't going out and in lynching people, but that mindset is so disruptive and is so, and it's so poisonous because it's not only that, it infects his children, it infects his, that, that kid's friends, it infects not, it's not just one racist person. But he's going to also be maybe not actively racist towards people in real life. Like, let's say he, he is checking out at the grocery store and the person serving him is black. He might not think he's being actively racist. Like, you know, he's not going to call him the N word or something yeah. or spit on it. But like his, his mannerisms and, and the way he just treats him generally, like is a form of very passive racism. He doesn't even realize he's doing it. Dude, I've witnessed this shit. You and I have lived in the South. You and I have, I, I have so many stories. Well, uh, I worked at Food Lion. There would be sketchy-ass, hillbilly-ass white people that would walk in all the time, right? You know, they, 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 would, they would sag. They would, they would wear torn-up shirts. They weren't followed around no the store. No one bats an eye. Guy, a, a black guy comes in with a little bit of a torn shirt or slightly sagging pants. You have, <laughs> you have an employee following them throughout the store. And then all of a sudden, you know what that does? That escalates a situation because all of a sudden that person feels uncomfortable and they're going to call it out. Why wouldn't they call it out? Why if they were to call it why out, why, like, why are you following me? Why wouldn't they start a, a verbal altercation with someone who they feel is unjustly looking at them based on the color of their skin? Next thing you know, they're arrested. Exactly. Get the wrong cop. Boom. He's dead. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is that's why that's why privilege, because like for me, for me to say that I didn't benefit from white privilege is like an absolute lie. Like you and I both benefited from from being white in the South. Well, as much as I hate Logan Paul and as much as I think that the words that he said were possibly written by someone else, I, I, <laughs> you know, as much as, you know, I don't know how much he meant. I still feel like his his words are true where he said all of the stupid shit that he's gotten in trouble with, with the news and stuff like that. Partly he's been able to get away with all the stupid shit he's done is because he's white. And because cops look at him and go, oh, that's my son. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or that's just, you know, boys being boys. There's a difference between looking at a young white kid and saying boys will be boys and then looking at a young black kid and automatically the word in your head goes thug. That's a problem. Yeah. And that's yeah, a problem that's, that a lot of not, not a lot of people fucking recognize. And that's a problem that a lot of people have. A lot of people that we know. Yeah. Not. Not like, like our friends. Not like our friends. <laughs> but, like, but I mean like people like in our extended life that we yes. know. Yes, by living Jackson. in the South. Um, I don't, you know, here's the thing. It, it definitely is a more culturally heavy in the South because I don't see it as much in California, even though it does. Racism? Ex it, it, it exists everywhere, but I feel like it's more open and we we see it more in the it's South. because you're around, you're I'm in an environment that's more uh, conducive. More to... people hold those thoughts. Or actually, well, no, maybe not even more people hold those thoughts, but it's just like that environment from the beginning has been a racially uh it's been more okay you know yeah. like in south carolina i think it's a lot easier to be racist than in los angeles and i hate I, I see people say like 
you know, they went from the South and they moved to California and, you know, California changed them, made them soft little liberal soy boys. It's like, no, I think moving somewhere where there's a massive diversity of people and you see all walks of life kind of opens your eyes to just being a decent human being and realizing that uh, it's it's not as uh, as black and white as you thought it was. Mm -hmm. And then also getting older and realizing that the system is fucked up and instead of just blindly trusting it like you used to, you realize that like, oh shit, this is actually built to hold certain people back because the people that built this system are the ones that were doing the oppression to begin with. And there might not be a, you know, this white guy with a twirling mustache and a top hat going, aha, I will keep all of the black Americans back in society. Like, it's not that straightforward. It's like a deeper rooted, the people making the rules, like, are they necessarily outright being like, yeah, this is the whole blacks back. No, but they, it's- it holds back certain communities that are majority, that are, um, that are majority black and are, also a majority held back because of the low income impoverished areas that they are in and those and the reasons that they are like that are because of historical reasons. and a great example of that like with and a lot of fucking even shit today uh, just policies whether they be and i know you're gonna be like oh you haven't talked about democrat policy yeah there's a lot of fucking democrat i'm not i'm not giving anyone a pass a government in general republican democrat there's always been someone on both sides who has who has helped this who has helped the system progress in a way that is not conducive to to the way of thinking where everything is equal where it's where as i said you know you want you want to tackle big crime but that leads into uh uh for example that leads into new york with stop and frisk yes you can go oh see the the when you see someone dressed like this, you know, you, you, you develop this, this kind of individual and you kind of know what type of, what type of person commits crimes. But then now it just all of a sudden turns into a cop with a bias will not pay attention to those white kids that are, that are dressed a certain way, but put all of their focus to a group of black kids that are dressed a certain way. Exactly. There's a video even recently of a restaurant where they're not allowing this. I saw it recently and Look, some stuff is fake on the internet. Some is bullshit. I, I I have to feel that this is real, and this is just another argument to the, just the ingrainedness of some of our ways of thinking. There's a video of this nice restaurant, and this black kid's wearing like gym shorts or some shit and sneakers, <gasps> and he's like a young young black kid. He's, and, he's wearing the Ryan McGee. Mm-hmm. And uh, the manager, even though the manager has been put on leave since, I'm just showing that these people do have a say. As I said, it's already too late by the time that manager said something. And I had, no, I haven't finished the story. Basically, he said, there's a dress code. You're not allowed to eat here. The camera pans and looks at a white kid wearing this, essentially the same shit. Shorts, sneakers, a bright blue shirt. Yet he's just, they're leaving. I think they're leaving the restaurant because they just had their wonderful meal. There's still inherent biases in people that while you're like, yeah, that, that, that's just a restaurant, whatever. It's like, yeah, but it's already too late. There, that shouldn't have been a problem. It's already too late by the time someone is turning someone away. And that same person, if they had chosen a different career path, could be someone that is a police officer or someone that's a mayor, you yeah. know, but they have those same biases. And a great example of uh, with, 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 with evidence you can look at on, on how the system is created to hold people back is, is gerrymandering. If you look at where district, yeah, where districts are drawn up for voters, mm -hmm. you can see specifically how ridiculous these district lines are drawn to include 
all of the black people into one specific area or uh, basically it's ways to give districts with black people less voting power and districts with white people more voting power because then the white people are going to vote in more white people that are going to be in their favor and the black people even though there's more of them in this area the way the district is drawn up it breaks them up and etc cetera, etc cetera. go look up gerrymandering if you don't know what it is it's uh it's it, it also still separates, goes on today it also is very classist to where yes the rich people get to decide what happens and the yes. poor people don't it, which it that's an example of how the system is very biased and and drawn up to favor these people and like i said it's not it didn't just break. It was created this way. I'm no historian. I'm not in public office. I'm, Yet. I'm, yeah, I am a, a YouTube Let's Player that has a podcast. So you can you could combat what I'm saying and you would have every right to. But I'm just I'm just speaking what I see. Yeah. Speak to the stick to the Let's Plays, funny boy. <laughs> No, I, I agree because like you know a lot of people don't like when we talk about the stuff on the podcast, but it's like we have two hundred episodes where we talk about dicks and shit. We're gonna talk about. Go listen to the poo poo episode. Yeah, we're next gonna, episode will be a big poo poo episode. Next, I, I promise. promise. Next episode Pro- will be a huge poo. It'll be the biggest poo poo. It'll be one ninety nine. It'll be the big poo poo. Nothing about poop. I mean, it'll be everything. Everything poo poo. We'll we be won't talk about episode. race or politics. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, but no. But a reason that this one's so full of this God, talk I can't is, wait for the poo poo episode. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Enough <laughs> of this race shit. Uh, is is we haven't seen each other since all the George Floyd stuff happened so we gotta yeah. we gotta vent and also we have a platform so it's our responsibility to um, you know Ryan and, and me and the boys streamed recently and mm-hmm. raised money for Color of Change and it's important that if you have a platform you gotta use it because a lot of people just are completely silent It's a, that's I, an example of you can't just be not racist you gotta actually he, he, how about this there are okay so uh, there, there, there are two names recently that I'll that I'll throw out and there are things you can do, whether it's sign a petition, sign a petition, or just make fucking noise on social media, or ma- or make noise about it. Have discussions with like your family. The only reason they arrested the officers that killed George Floyd is because people wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah, and and they now they actually are making different moves, like abolishing the police department in Minneapolis. Like these things happen because people speak out. So people that say protest doesn't do anything. Sorry. So basically. Um, Brianna Taylor and Elijah McLean are two names. Uh, look, look into their cases. Don't just, don't just take you know what we've said about it. Like, look into the cases and I and I, and support in what ways you can. As I said, you know, there's. Oh, I didn't say this, but it's a good connector. <laughs> um, not a not everyone has money to donate, but you do have time to just go sign an online. Yeah. You five know, minutes give to an sign online a signature you know a petition uh retweet something about it uh i don't know there's just the there's but there's a lot there's a political. lot more that can be done and i think right now um even though a lot of people see this as a giant overcorrection in terms of maybe some of the things that are going on but i feel like there always needs to be a major swing in one direction before it settles down and we yeah. come to a place of understanding and maybe uh, a, a resolution of some kind. Yeah. There, there needs to be noise for change to happen. It seems. Yeah. And, and, and you're hearing that noise all across the United States and even globally. Yeah. Like the protests in Paris and stuff for this. Yep. And I, a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to get political on, on my Twitter and stuff. And it's like, because you're afraid of offending racists <laughs> like 
You got to well, just not even that. Like, as I said, if if you have some sort of anxiety, I, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't, if you're like, I, I, I don't know if tweeting about if your signature means something, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think even and this might even though it's small, I see some some of my friends doing it with their family. Have debates with your family. Call them out and don't let it stand. Like this needs to be a time where I guess this shit educate needs, need, needs needs to stop. I think the biggest it, it needs to stop with in terms of like just the the overlooking of the blatant facts and the blatant history of our situation in terms of uh, holding the Confederacy up to some sort of historical standard that not even the Nazis were held. You know, like the Nazi flag was. Bye bye, you know statues. Bye bye. Why can't we just do the same for the Confederate soldiers? Well, or they're trying to erase general. history. We're gonna forget all about no the Nazis. No one's trying to fucking erase history. Have a museum. Have it historically teach people the fucking facts. And those statues can. This statue was made in honor of this. How fucked up is that? That's the lesson. We don't. We there's no lesson in just having a statue. Like you're, you're telling me. The, these Republicans, whenever they walk by a Confederate statue, they go, damn, what an awful time in history. I gotta make, <laughs> I have to make sure that slavery and, and racism against black people never happens. No, it's bullshit. It's a stupid argument. Take it, take it, take that shit down. It's so, take that it, shit down. There's a fucking statue of the founder of the Ku Klux Klan <laughs> sitting outside, uh, what, the, sta the state house of some state, like Tennessee yeah. or something. I don't remember what state. And for people to even debate, like, no, it's a, don't take the Donna's history. It's like, what? Are, so the, the history is memorializing them and making a statue to preserve their image. It's but, like that but, is not. Believe me, as much as a lot of a lot of people would love to just forget about the erase the history of the Ku Klux Klan, that's not possible. Taking down a statue isn't going to erase the history of racism that the Ku Klux Klan still uh, puts out and has put out in the past. Like, I don't understand. You think, okay, so it's like, you're erasing the history of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> so? <laughs> yeah. Like, who gives a fucking shit? It's a bunch of dumbasses wearing stupid sheets. I'm sorry. It's, it's a stupid little club. It's a club filled with dumb, immature racists. Which are still, by the way, not... Or yeah. it's still not designated as a terrorist organization, even though they literally hang people from trees, burn down businesses, and mm -hmm. kill people. I don't get how people still defend the Ku Klux Klan in 2020, but here we are. So The good thing is I think that a majority—here's the thing. I think a majority of people look at the KKK as 100% an, as negative. I'm not saying that we, like America, is inherently saying, like, oh, we're okay with the KKK. I'm saying that there's still an awfully— Awfully big subset of people. Yeah, there are like there's a, there's a huge subset of people that still hold those ideals. While they might not wear those robes, the inherent biases that they hold in their head whenever they yep. see a, a a black teen looking at shit in a grocery store, it, it goes even just even to that minuscule minuscule of an instance. I feel. I think that's one of the biggest problems in America is that deep rooted racism. Yeah, like. We're not, not every, like, as I said, not every, I think I honestly, in my opinion, I think a majority of America realizes that slavery was awful, realizes that people should be equal. But I, but I still feel there is a large subset of people that have their voices heard and there are groups formed that should not be formed. Yeah. And 
one one thing is I I think it's important to hear those people sometimes and not as in like give them a platform to like go out and 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 speak publicly and say the n-word and berate people but I think these idiots need to have their opinions shown as like I think that the black race is inferior to the white race why because of the melanin in their skin that's stupid you no, you're stupid and then it's like, okay, well, that's a stupid idea. We know that that idea is stupid. Bye. Like, let let them scream their racist ideals because you know what? They're going to be – those people, like, w- what's worse? I don't think I, – I think they're both equally as bad, a closeted racist and a racist that's outspoken, right? I knew this kid in high school that goes, yeah, I'm racist, but at least I can admit it. I'm like, that does not let make them it any it. better. Dude, let them, let all the racists fucking admit it. Let them share their ideals because I think it, it just proves just how stupid their ideas are and where they're where it's based in. It's not <sighs> it's not based in anything. It's not based in like science. Our entire conversation is null. <laughs> I just forgot. John Tron said racism doesn't exist in America. Oh, so case closed. Well, unfortunately, racism will exist throughout <laughs> the world. Forever and ever. That's just because that's the way shitty people work and shitty ideals work. I mean, there are still people who hold who hold up the ideals of stupid, stupid little man Hitler. Yeah, in America too. It's weird that he changed his first and middle name, the stupid little man, before he killed himself. But. I know. I thought that was a questionable choice, but honestly, it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But Jesus Christ, yeah. Uh, Racism, uh, big thumbs down from Super Mega. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not really feeling this one. Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, no to this racism stuff. Mm, you know, I was thinking I could have, you know, full out racism. Ugh, no, it's too much for me. Diet racism, it's still bad for you. How about no racism? Racism free. How about anti-racism? <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That sounds pretty good. That yeah. sounds pretty good to me. I'd give that one a thumbs up. But racism, I'm going to go right on that. I would much rather have a society that that screams from the rooftops of how bad racism is than the people who are defending racism. I think anyone can agree on that. I don't see what the argument is. Oh, There's going to be a whole lot of bootlickers in Those flags in the aren't doing anything. There's going to be a whole lot of bootlickers well, and Confederate flag wavers in the comments. I'm pretty sure it's hurtful to the people whose ancestors you you tortured and brought over they treated them nice sometimes they they, they sang with them and they gave feet. they gave them boiled eggs on sunday sometimes <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about well, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. they let them ride on the back of the horse sometimes and sometimes when they hunted them down for running away they didn't let the dogs kill them they'd pull Come the dog on. off before they let them bleed out stupid i, I mean, history books were kind of taught like that where it was like I remember reading things like the masters would sometimes have feasts and sing with the slaves. I saw a really good tweet. And while that might be true, that still doesn't take away from the fact that black people were owned as property, much like you and I own dogs and cats today. Like, there's no reason that someone should be on the same level. They're treated a lot worse than dogs and cats. Oh, 100%. Isn't one of the weird parts is that, like, dogs back then were treated much better than slaves? Yeah. What do you mean? Nuh-uh, not true. Okay. See you, Dale. <laughs> Get out of here. I like this tweet a lot. American history books be like, slavery was bad, but then Lincoln fixed it. Then <laughs> segregation was also bad. But Malcolm X didn't have to be so mean about it. I, rem- I just like, the, the, the weird part is that that 
tweet struck a chord, especially with the Malcolm X didn't have to be so mean about it. I know. I know. Like I was like, yeah, growing up, I thought that he was like an extremist and super mean because I didn't know anything other than what I was like taught from my surroundings in the South on what mm-hmm. Malcolm X was. And then like I, I got older and I, I read his quotes and I read what he was about. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand. It's just like this black man's being too too aggressive about I think what the idea is that a lot of people were like, oh, well, I guess he was promoting racism, too, was when he was talking about. And I, I can't remember if he I think he walked back these statements eventually older uh, through time. I, I don't know about that, but I think that a lot of the people take his statements of wanting to create basically just staying within the black community and building it up. He was like. He had a lot of people like, I'd, I would not marry a white woman. You know, there's a lot of those things where people are like, oh, see, he was racist. I'm, and in my head, I'm just like, listen, OK. You, this is it's it's not that simple. This is this is a guy who's whose relatives and who he as a person was actively being targeted because of the color of his skin. You, you think him saying that his people need their own separate community to feel safe is is in some way like brash or or going over the line like I can understand that mindset 100 percent if if the if if the laws of the if the laws of the white man were you know holding them back why should why should they be in why should they feel that they need to be included in that society? Yeah. Instead of building up their own. And yeah. I fully agree with that mindset in terms of not like segregation, but it, I can see where he was coming from. I think uh, I forgot his name, Elijah something. He was a, he was a pastor. Uh, he had the same way of talking. and I was listening to some of his speeches. Thing is, you can understand where like the hurt comes from and yeah. the want to have these things. And I think a lot of white people feel so threatened when this kind of when thing a black man up. speaks words that, yeah, that, well, that they think that they don't know it's a break wait he had, he had access to a dictionary <laughs> he a, educated himself it's a breaking of a status quo right because it's like white people are in power it had been in power and then the thought of that's why people freak out like whites are going to be a minority by 20 well, so the th- the thought i think a lot of it also at that time they feel threatened was like they they don't want to hear like they're like ah, la, la, no 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 i didn't get to where i am because i'm white i got to it because of hard work and passion and blah 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 it's like Hey, listen, man, if it's illegal for a black man to run for office, then you had a step up above. Him. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. Like, that's just the way it was. Yeah, absolutely. And I, people are like, what is he talking about? That They're saying that black men can't be in office. I'm talking about back then, back then when segregation was in place. I'm not talking about today. Yeah. Mm, little Barack Obama. Hey, I, all I have to do is say thank you, Barack Obama, for becoming president because you fixed racism. Thank you. Woo! And That's uh, how a lot of people view it. No. It, how can we be? How can a how can a country still be racist when we had a black president? I don't know. Maybe ask the people riding at college campuses hanging a pinata of Obama from a noose by a tree. <laughs> I don't know. Boo. That that's that, that might be a good option. Well, my I'm excited that uh, the next episode's the poo poo episode. We yeah. had we had a lot of good uh, talk today. A lot of good discourse. And also wear a fucking mask. Don't be one of those dumbasses like oh, freedom. Wear a goddamn mask because America's going to be stuck in this pandemic for this. months and months longer because you dumbasses aren't wearing masks. I was watching a video of uh, those, these Orange County bitches talking about how how unfair it is that they have to wear masks and breathe in the CO2. No, naturally CO2. Um uh uh I'm not a scientist. I'm just I'm just I'm just putting out these words. 
I'm not a scientist either, but I'm going to listen. I'm, I'm going to fucking put on a mask. Go wear a fucking mask, you dumb shit. Sneezing propels the virus up to 26 feet away. Uh, coughing is like six feet or something like that. It's talking and talking. Talking. The more people that are Just like masks. opening things back wear up and, and choosing to go out and not wear a mask because it's like a pride thing and a freedom. Guess what? No other countries are politicizing this except America. You guys are being dumbasses. Is Boris Johnson not politicizing? Okay, Boris Johnson, yes. But other countries are handling it because it's just a common sense thing. It's not like a right versus left thing. It, the virus is apolitical. It, it will keep spreading if people don't follow the rules. And it's like, oh, but fuck the rules of my freedom. It's like... We are America is going to be stuck in this so much fucking longer because people aren't following rules. They're being dumbasses. So follow the rules. Yeah, I know no one likes to follow the rules. It sucks, but it's a fucking pandemic. Just wear a goddamn mask. Sorry no. for those who skipped this podcast because we were political. I'm not sorry because you're not listening to it, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, well, you guys can enjoy the poo poo episode yeah. next week. No, I don't like when they talk about politics, but damn, when they talk about that poo-poo. When they talk about that poo-poo. It, mm, I'm ripping, roaring, oh, I'm just laughter abound. <laughs> I cry myself to sleep with these <laughs> laughter. <laughs> but when they talk about the injustices of the historical implementation of racism in America, I... Uh, to turn it off. Really grinds my fucking gears. Stick to the let's plays, boys! I'd rather tear off my own balls and eat them in front of my children than, than have to listen to that nonsense. Literally, people don't have the right to say stick to the video games or stick to the comedy when the president is literally a television Matt, star. Matt, shut up and dribble. Okay. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.